0: Welcome to the Sabbath School Rescue Podcast with your host, Buster Swoops and Michael Campbell. This week, in preparation for Sabbath March 11th, we look at Lesson 10 Giving Back.
1: Together, let's see the truth about financially claiming God's promises. The Sabbath School Rescue Podcast is hosted by Michael Campbell and Buster Swoops at Southwestern Adventist University. We love learning and sharing God's Word, and together we have 18 years of pastoral experience, and now we have the privilege to dig deeper into this study.
0: All right, Michael, here we are, and this is Lesson 10, entitled Giving Back, and our memory text is coming from Revelation chapter 14, verse 13. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. All right, so I I know it's making the correlation here that uh, after we live a life that God has called us to live, our works do follow us. And so whether we're giving back or not giving back, that's going to follow us. So make sure we're giving legacy. back. Yeah, oh, there legacy. we go. Legacy.
1: I like it. Yeah. And, you know, just thinking about what you're talking about. um, Yeah. Usually we think about, uh, you know, a person's actions and we're talking about stewardship, of course. So um, there's a financial legacy. I guess we tend to think about that. You know, we think about inheritances, what both to receive and to give what, what will happen to these things. And, um, you know, that's, that's a part of, of our story. And it's also an opportunity to, um, you know, I think of mentors in my life. I know this is not directly a stewardship, but people that have invested in me, Buster, mm. you know, through the years. And they they've said, you know, hey, I care about you, I have a relationship. And when it, I've had concerns through the years or people that have helped me walk through different, you know, challenges or whatever. And to the extent that other people have mentored me, that I want to mentor others and create that as a kind of a cyclical process, right? And
0: yeah. So so, Michael, so, if I if I hear you correctly, there's more than one way to give back. Uh, a matter of fact, yeah. sometimes the the time that is spent in mentorship relationships is oftentimes
1: far more valuable than any monetary amount. Right. Absolutely. I mean you're you're totally I, I agree with you, Buster, because I, I think if we don't um yeah, too often we just in fact I think I think money is the least that we can do. Yes, it. Is. no it's it's true. Apparently. You know, yeah. cause that's the easiest. We, we, we don't have to have necessarily any relationship. We yeah. just kind of pass that on. I'll send you um, a check. Send you a check. <laughs> And, 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 but, but what does that mean? What does that represent? You know, and, and, and it is a certain level of stewardship. Of course, of course it is. But, but there's so much more that God has called us to.
0: Yeah. I love it. So tell us Michael about
1: the rich fool. Sunday yeah. Session absolutely luke chapter 12 uh, 16 and 21 we have a variety of passages in this particular lesson uh, but luke chapter 12 is is uh, the parable Um, i'll just hit some some highlights from it Uh, verse 16 the ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest and he thought to himself what shall, shall i do i have no place to store my crops and he says this is what i'll do i'll tear down my barns and build a bigger one and store my surplus grain and of course you know um, and then I'll be happy. Uh, take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. Yeah. And, and then God says to him, "You fool, because <laughs> <your laughs> life here is he demanded of you." And then what will uh, get what what? Uh, then who will get what you've prepared for for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stores up things. For themselves, but it's not rich toward God. So, so in other words, you can you can pack all this stuff in and save it up and and everything else. But but at the end, what do you have to show for? It? Except for maybe a big house or lots of, uh, in this case, you know, storehouses full of of, of grain or food or whatever. Right. You um, accumulate all these things, but but eventually everyone dies, and and you have the, is it the person with the biggest storehouse? I mean, you you just <laughs> you know, at some point, you have so much that you know, it does make you kind of wonder, did you take away from others? You know, yeah. you have such an abundance. Um, how is it that other people don't have what you have? So there's a question of of equity, right? Um, there is, there is. Do other people have because, or don't have because you do have? And, and, and then similarly, say you do that equitably in some way, you know, the fact that you have all of that, what does it matter? Right. What does it matter? So... Um, and, and so, and I think that's important for us to remember, we live in a consumer culture where, you know, we're constantly bombarded with, you know, how, how much you have, you know, how many toys you have, uh, yes. you know, how fancy a car you have or boats,
0: with, or, uh, whether you're a kid or whether you're an adult, how many toys yeah, you have, just,
1: the toys get more expensive. Buster, yes, right? they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but but this uh, is the same reality it's the same reality and um uh, and so i i think this you know jesus through this parable is getting at the heart of what all of this is about and and that is is um what is the purpose of our life what we're, we're what is the trajectory what are what are we here for what are we doing right. what are we doing with our life purpose yeah and and that's that's uh foundational for any other discussion that we have i know we're talking about giving back but but you know our purpose of our life is is what really matters here yeah so i agree and not only that you can accumulate things um monday's lesson is titled you can't take it with you
0: <laughs> you know this is That's this true. is very straightforward I, i'm there's one text in all these that really stick out to me that explains yeah. it all james 4 verse 14 whereas mm-hmm. you do not know what will happen tomorrow for what is your life it is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so is exactly it. Uh, it begins this lesson, uh, this uh, Monday's lesson with a question that's asked to Billy Graham. Uh, what, what surprises you most about life? And he responded and he was in his sixties at the time, the mm-hmm. brevity of it. And so as we wow. think about that, uh, life is about intentionality. And so sure. sometimes Day to day basis, I find a lot of people allowing life to happen to them. Oh no, I forgot this. I need to do this. And I find those who overplan. And I find those who underplan. And I find those who are present in the moment. Uh, I try to be present in the moment, yeah. but oftentimes tend to underplan or overplan. Right? There's a gamut of sure. of, of things that happen. But yeah. this this Monday's lesson is trying to get us to understand that all the things which we accumulate are not just meant for us to accumulate. It's what have we done with what God has entrusted us with. And if I pass away tomorrow, I can't take away take take it away with me. So why not enjoy it while I'm here and not just enjoy it by holding on to it, but enjoy uh-huh. it by sharing with others, by giving to others, by returning back to the church, giving back to the church. And once again, not just monetarily, but also my physical time, uh my spiritual prayers, right? Uh there's yeah. so many different ways we can give back and recognize that with intentionality we can make a major difference in this world. Uh, wow. I was reading. I was reading a quote by a, a a doctor earlier today, and this doctor was sharing that uh, in six months from now we can make a major impact in this world, but it's not done through perfection. It's done with consistency. Mm. And and I was I was thinking about that. Right. Sometimes when we don't do it perfectly, right, or, or our stock market is going down, or or you know whatever happened, this financial peril came up. Well, consistently, as we are being good stewards, we'll have a surplus. And what we do with that surplus is not called to hoard onto it for ourselves, it's called to share it with others and be a blessing unto others as well. Hmm. So uh I, I don't have much more to say about that except for Michael. Let's go to Tuesday's lesson. Begin
1: with personal needs. Yeah. So, you know, the lesson highlights the fact that, you know, ancient Israel is an agrarian society, right? So right. how people took care of their needs often related to, to agriculture, um, you know, the flocks and herds and the cycles of the seasons and everything else. Um, uh, if, if you didn't plant your crops, Buster, you're going right. to go hungry. You yes. Know? <laughs> you don't take care of your animals. Um, you're going to die. Uh, and that's just how it was. And so, um, uh, so there's some kind of common sense, you know, just a pragmatic approach, to life that that Proverbs is highlighting here uh, that the lesson wants to call our attention to, Proverbs chapter uh, 27, verses uh, 23 to 27. It's actually a very short passage. It says, be sure you know the condition of your flocks and give a careful attention to your herds for riches do not endure forever, and a crown is not secure for all generations. And when the hay is removed and the new growth appears, and the grass from the hills is gathered in, the lambs will provide you with clothing, and the goats with the price mm. of the field. You will have plenty of goat's milk to feed your family and to nourish your female servants. Um, well, a couple things I, I want to notice. Uh, first of all, is is the Bible doesn't promise you're going to be prosperous. <laughs> The prosperity (laughs) gospel, though, Michael, come on, preach it. (laughs) You be faithful to God and, and have terrible things happen to you. Yes, you can. Um, And it doesn't mean you'll be wealthy. It says, do not endure forever.
0: Yeah. I I was sharing this with a a group of students. They're like, well, we thought that, you know, I said, well, which of the disciples when they passed away, when they're martyred were rich, when they, when they, when they were martyred, right? Like Mm -hmm. they gave up everything in order to follow Jesus And death was waiting for them, and yet they would do it all over again. And so in this life, they weren't, according to man's eyes, rich and successful. Uh, But in God's eyes, they were some of the most successful. And so it's important for us to clarify that.
1: And, And also, you know, and I think this is also getting into the heart of that we can be successful now. We may have what we need now, but we also have to take a very pragmatic and intentional way of planning for the future.
0: Yeah, there you and, go. That's you know, true.
1: Riches did not endure forever. Of course, back then there was no life insurance. There's no health <laughs> insurance. There's no, you know, short-term disability or long-term disability. Yeah, or even retirement, you yeah. know. So so part of it is, you know, you have to to plan for the future. And this is part of this pragmatic part of of the of the wisdom of Proverbs here. Um, is is to take care of what you have, and and then I think there's also another important lesson that's here. Is 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 it's easy to you know try to skip, you know, um, mm-hmm. real growth and prosperity long term happens through carefulness, um, taking care of those things and right. seasons and everything else, the growing of crops and taking care of the lambs and the goats and things, dotting like the
0: I's and crossing
1: the t's. Yeah. And I I think there is a a, a tendency in our, our culture society today, especially in a consumerism to have things be very artificial and superficial. Yes. And, and, and true wealth uh, doesn't come from appearances. It comes from having, you know, long-term stability, taking care of things, not not glossing over things. And, And I think there is a principle of just of, of steadiness um, and not overstating and overextending oneself. Yes, yes. Things. I think these are underlying principles that we can kind of see. We're teasing out of this passage, but but that are important for us to realize that. Um, and, and so, it's not personal needs isn't what it's talking about. and That I have everything that I possibly could want, but right. taking care of those little things step by step uh, to make sure that our needs are are met. You know, in this case, sustenance of food and and, and clothing and everything else that, that, that we need, you know? Right. You know, sometimes we look
0: at others and we want their results or we want their quote unquote success, but we oftentimes don't want their work ethic or their responsibility. And so we have to look at those things. A lot of people say, oh man, I, I would love to have the amount of money that Jeff Bezos has, right? Well, do you want the 80 hour work week that Jeff Bezos probably put in in order to, to get where he where he's at? And I yeah. I think uh, your family would probably
1: say we would probably ha- we would rather have you. Yeah, I, I, at least I would hope so. You know, I, I would hope so. As element well. of 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 yeah. So pri- priorities and and sacrifice. You you may have wealth, but at what cost does that come? You yes. Know? So and speaking of of wealth, I guess uh, there is this question of what happens uh, deathbed charity sounds a little morbid, Buster. It it does. <laughs> and
0: uh, you know, it, we actually won a different. A path, because I, I think you're going to cover a little bit more about spiritual legacy, but you know, sure. a, a wise man will leave uh, inheritance for his children's children. I think it's important to know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's, it's about planning. It's about understanding. But uh, one of the texts they give here, Ecclesiastes 5.10, he who loves silver will not be satisfied with silver, nor he who loves abundance. With increase, there is also vanity. And so That's it's saying nice. that Preparing for death, as morbid as it may seem, is actually something where we're actually leaving something behind that's going to be a benefit and not uh, a curse, a burden. We want to be a benefit and not a burden in passing. Now, sometimes we can't help it. Uh, There's things that happen. Uh, I've known friends and family and loved ones that have passed away far too early and you know, they're in the midst of making sure that everything is fine or everything's great, but sometimes it just hits you and you're it's unexpected. Uh, the, mm-hmm. Even with that being said, there are things and things that we can put in place. Michael, you mentioned uh, life insurance. You mentioned short-term, long-term disability. There's different things we can put into place of recognizing that none of us are invincible and that yeah. tomorrow tomorrow's not promised for any of us. And yeah, so doing absolutely. as much as possible to set up our families, to take care of them, uh, in the event of an unbearable death. Yeah. Uh, so, with that being said, uh, the scripture uh, or the the lesson here on Wednesdays is, is trying to get us to understand that charity on our deathbed is something that is a blessing, once again, not a burden, but also is something that's planned and it's intentional. I think we keep using that word intentional, but right. uh, plan intentionally to be able to give mm-hmm. back. Uh, and this yeah. is going to be a blessing, once again, and not a burden. And so, yeah. Michael, that takes us to spiritual legacy.
1: Absolutely. And, and by the way, I just want to you know mention, this is very real. You know, um, we have some friends have been doing Adventist aviation work and ministry out in the Philippines. And one of those helicopters went missing in the last uh, 24 hours. And oh. by the time this is posted, I, I hope there's some resolution. I hope it's a happy resolution. We don't know what happened. The last they know that it, it from the information I've heard, at least, Ouch. is that it pinged over the ocean and they don't know. Did it go down? Were you know? Was there an accident? Was there a crash? Was, was there a kidnapping? I mean, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, we don't, don't know, know. Yeah. and we don't even want to think about that. But the fact is, is we have a missing Adventist uh, helicopter pilot and a nurse, and they were taking some people to get help, and we just don't know what's happened to them. So, if anyone's listening, and you're friends of theirs, and um, you know, right now we're just earnestly praying. We're earnestly praying. Yeah, our prayer, um, our the prayers reality are reality is Buster. You and I don't know. I mean, we can drive down the street and, you know, for, for you know, something terrible could happen. We don't wish that on anyone, but, but yeah, it yeah. is good to, to plan. And, and by the way, we're, we're praying for, uh, hopefully, uh, we're hoping for the best and praying for the best, uh, for those, for those missionaries. That's, uh, but, but it's a reminder, a stern reminder that that none of us, like you said, are invincible. Well, yeah. um, Thursday's lesson, spiritual legacy. Uh, there's a number of different uh, texts that are that are uh, listed here. Um, all of them talk about how what we have uh, belongs to God. You know, Psalm 50, verse 10: Every animal of the forest is mine; the cattle of a thousand hills. Um, Psalm 24, verse 1: the, yes. the earth is the earth is the earth. Getting tongue-tied here is the Lord. (laughs) Everything in it, in the world, and all who live in it too. So, um, everything we have belongs to God. uh, But at the end, um, what what kind of legacy do you want to have? What what do you want to to have on on that uh, epitaph, (laughs) you know, um, of of someone's uh, uh, of of a tombstone, you know, Um, more than more than just even the the tombstone itself. But um, what what what's that legacy? What will people remember? um uh the the story of of your life you know um and it's and it's more than uh the accumulation of things as nice as that is and some people want to name buildings after themselves or their families or and that's certainly laudable i'm glad that people do we've certainly served on in a university campus capacity and i'm grateful yeah. for people who who gave those kinds of funds of course um but, but it's more than that. And I think the greatest legacy we can have is for the kingdom of God using and exerting our influence every day for his sake, for his kingdom. And um, I, I think we have to remember that, whether large or small, whatever sphere of influence God has allowed us to, to be part of, that, that if we can, and, and sometimes I even pray to God, you know, help me even get out of the way. Get out of the way if necessary to if it, if it, if that will help to advance your kingdom, right? And right. I think that's uh, kind of what we're getting at. Is is um, you know, it's good. It's good to have um, plans, financial plans, and good stewards of of all kinds of aspects of our lives, and including the financial. That's obviously right. Right. part of what we're talking about. But but um, think about you know. Um, the memory. Uh, I'll give you an example. I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to Alan Martin here. Um, uh, mm. we're, having, we're having meetings at the North American Division this past week and, um, and the youth advisory. So we have youth directors from all across the Pathfinder directors, right. you know, all kinds of people that are hanging out. And, um, and I just loved it because, uh, and I mean, it was a lot of energy, anyways. Just that was <laughs> that was fun by itself. But um I, I noticed on the side of the room in the back was a big pile of Legos, Buster. Big pile of Legos. And Legos. there were several young families. And for whatever reason, they brought their kids. And I was so happy they brought their kids. And it made it made my heart sing because, you know, here we are in the North American Division, church headquarters for North America. It's a yeah, it's a nice building, everything else. And we have committees and policies and everything else, but but it's not we're not so high fluting up there that we can't have kids sitting in the back playing with With legos and by the way that uh, shout out to alan martin thank you for being real and bringing the legos and having a big pile legos for those kids thank you for doing that um but but we want every everyone that comes through to um, you know, I was thinking, what what what's that legacy those kids are gonna remember from visiting the North American division? All these, you know, stuffy jerk- <laughs> traders wearing suits and looking fancy. Is, is that what they're gonna remember? Or are they gonna remember that they 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 spent some time in the back and some kid, some some people stopped by and said hi to them and Learn their name and play Legos with them or whatever, you know what I mean? I mean, that's, that's right. the legacy we want to have because it's relational, it's relational. And I think even a part of that relational aspect is spiritual. You think about those things every time we go around that, not just the, how people know the North American division? How people know that that we're a Christian, we're a follower of Christ, a right. disciple of Christ. Well, they see that exuding out of us through all that we do. So thanks, Alan, for bringing the Legos to to meetings this week. Um Thanks, Alan. <laughs> taught, me a, taught me a lesson. I'm keep I'm gonna keep Legos in my office now at the North American Division. So <laughs> Anytime we have some kids in meetings, I get bring some Legos. There we go. I love kids it. I want them to know that we love them and that we love kids. And more, most of all, I hope that they'll see that, that all of us through our sphere of influence through that contact, just like Alan and, and, and others, you know, can see that spiritual influence just exuding out. And, um, and that's, that's what it's all about.
0: Yep. And intentional thoughtfulness of every category, every age, every gender, just, just being inclusive and caring about people.
1: Right. Yeah. And who knows, maybe if the time lasts, you know, some of those kids might be future church leaders and, uh, you know, they hopefully they'll have those good warm memories that they go, go back. Um, so we're giving back to the the next generation, but for the kingdom of God's sake, that's what it's all about. So it, Michael, yes. Well, I think we've covered another lesson. Uh, we're going fast we're getting to the end of the last, le- the end of the quarter. Um, Still have a special guest I'm trying to bring on. I don't want to give it away, but I think we got him down for next week, Buster. So All right. Sounds good. Tune in. Uh, tune in, everyone. We're, we're, tune in. He's coming. All right. Thanks for listening. Join us again each week as we uh, go through the Sabbath School lesson. Uh, and, and until next week, this is Soup. And Swoops signing, signing out. out. As we put a wrap on this week's lesson, this is Campbell Swoops signing off.
0: or check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Also, be sure to join us again next week as we continue to explore God's Word. You can make sure not to miss an episode by joining us at sabbathschoolrescue.org.